Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you guys. And Jessica. Hey, everybody. Hello. And I love the title of this episode, right? Are your- It is. It's, I think it's going to make you think, right? Yes. Are your assessments really assessing the standard? Yes. I love that. Because like, do we think about that all the time? You know, I, I, I feel like these past three episodes, I keep coming back to my first few years, few years, but it was definitely like a disaster. I mean, I didn't do that great of a job and I, I didn't think about that. It was like, this is the test that was in the book. That's the test that I'm going to use. And I have no idea other than that. They're just like regurgitating what they just read. Right. You wrap up a literature unit and it's just like, okay, I guess it's time for the end of book test. And then the next day we're just going to start the next unit. Like you don't really have a plan for it. Yeah. So I I think this is a good episode. I think it's going to be really helpful. Yeah. Um, So we're going to dive into today talking about what we call the beyond lessons of our unit. So again, if you have no idea what we're talking about on this particular episode, um, this is episode three of a three-part series that we've done on the podcast. Um, Episode 110, we covered the into lessons. Episode 111, we covered the through lessons. And then in episode 112, right now we're talking about beyond lessons. And if you have no idea what into, through, and beyond lessons, even are, we suggest you go back all the way to episode 86, where you can listen to a great overview of our thought process, our planning process, kind of our EB lesson planning approach process for um, this lesson planning structure that we've covered the last three weeks. Right. And we actually developed this lesson planning approach because we needed structure in our own classrooms. And once we did it, it was like, oh my gosh, planning became so much easier. And, you know, we talk about this with our EB teachers, but all the ripple effects that come from having a structure to your plans, Mm -hmm. right? More time with your family, less time stressing about school on Sunday afternoon because you're lesson planning for the week. It's like you have a game plan when you use this framework of into through beyond. Yeah. Everything has so much more purpose and meaning. And so not only that, what you just said, those ripple effects, but it may, I feel like it makes us better teachers. We have a yes. reason for what we're doing. We have a thought process behind it. It's not like the night before I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm teaching X, Y, and Z tomorrow. I got to find a lesson somewhere online to teach it. No, we have structure, we have meaning, we have intention, and we have those standards as, like I said, last episode as our North Star. They're like our guiding light. They're the reason why we're doing what we're doing. Yes. Love that. Yeah. Okay. So what is a beyond lesson, right? If really it comes at the end of a particular unit, probably a literature unit or a writing unit, and it lasts one, maybe two class periods. And we want you to think of it kind of like an assessment. It's a way for our students to apply what they've learned throughout the entire unit. Now, it's really important because we need to be mindful of what that beyond lesson is. Like we were saying earlier, we're not just going to give our students a multiple choice test if that doesn't cover what we covered in our through lessons, right? Our standards that we were focused on. So I want to walk you through kind of an example of this that I did with my own students. And maybe you can get a better visual of it. If I was reading a particular novel with my students at the very beginning of the unit, I would give my students an essential question that I knew I was going to use way down the road in my beyond lesson. That was my North star. It was standards-based, and I was going to have them reflect on it in a response to literature. I knew that was my final beyond lesson. That way, all the through lessons leading up to it, when we're reading the novel and discussing the novel and doing activities, they were 
all meant to help students prepare for that final response to literature. So that's what we mean when we say that the beyond lesson needs to connect to your through standards, right? It's so important. Otherwise, there's no cohesion to your unit. And what's the purpose of it? Mm -hmm. Yes, we want to have fun with our students, but ultimately, we need to get our students mastering these standards at our grade level. So we need to be really purposeful with the lessons that we create. Yes. So some examples, like Jessica just gave you one of them, would be a response to literature, would be a type of beyond lesson that you would mm -hmm. do. Um, but some other ones, you know, that I've done in the past, I've done a one pager in addition to, so I'm going to say these are all in addition to, I always, always, always gave an essay as a final assessment, as a beyond lesson at the end of a unit. That is as an eighth grade teacher, my students are writing six, seven, eight in-class essays every single year to really practice all of those skills that we've been practicing, right? To show mastery, mastery of those skills throughout the course of the year. Um, but then in addition to that, I always like to give some sort of like project-based activity. Mm -hmm for a beyond lesson. So I would use something like a one pager where students are able to show, you know, their mastery through their written work or maybe through a symbolism activity or art or an artistic activity. Um, so I, I like to try to give them, you know, maybe students who aren't great writers, but are really good at other aspects of ELA can show their understanding in a different way as opposed to just an essay. Um, for my Romeo and Juliet unit, I did a music video um, activity that they would complete a project. And that was a great activity to use throughout the course of the play. So I would give that to kind of like Jessica, give that to them at the beginning of the play so they could be working on it throughout the entirety of it. And it was actually a really cool project and a great um, way for students to show their understanding of the text, to work collaborative, collaboratively with their classmates. Um, so something along those lines. And then another one that I was going to say was I do like to include a test um, because I do like to include reading comprehension questions. I like to include the vocabulary that we covered throughout the course of that particular unit. Um, and I also like to include questions that really get students to think about um, and use their understanding of the text and characters to answer questions. So it would be an example of, you know, giving students quotes of characters and then the characters names and then based on, you know, what they remember about those characters and who they were and how they related to other characters who said those quotes. So I like to include ones that weren't very obvious, if that makes sense. So kind of like challenging ones, but not too challenging that they'd have no idea how to figure out who the speaker was. So that's with eighth grade though. I don't know that you would do that with fifth grade. I actually did that with my fifth graders too. I like it. You were getting into the nitty gritty of yes, your sorry. assessments. Did I go a little bit too specific? I it's kind of fun to hear. <laughs> but what I think is important is you just gave like a whole bunch of examples of beyond lessons, right? And if you're listening, you're like, wait, I thought a beyond lesson was just, you know, one or two class periods. I want to point out. So yes, Caitlin gave a lot of different beyond lessons, but all of those would only be one to two class periods yep. each. So yep. her response to literature, that was an in-class essay one day on her scope and sequence. That music video project she's talking about, notice she said, you know, they were building up to it and then it culminated with probably sharing their music videos mm -hmm. in class, I'm guessing. Yep, yeah. yep. on the on the test day, because the test fun, day right? class period. Yep. That makes it a lot more fun after you take a test <laughs> to go watch music videos. So I think it's really important to know that your beyond lessons kind of, they finish up your unit very neatly. It's not like it's something that's going on and on and on. Nope. It's just your one test or your one essay or whatever it is. And then you're done, but you can yes. have more than one beyond lesson. Like you were saying to meet students needs, be artistic, be analytical, you know, show what they know. Yeah, exactly. And one of the mistakes that I made in my first few years teaching 
Mm-hmm. Going back to that was I would assign the a project to them at the end of the unit. So oh, they would be yes. completing a project like three weeks, four weeks into our next unit. So they were working on something that had nothing to do with what we were doing in class anymore. I think that's such a good point. Oh my gosh. I think we've all done that. So it's like, take a step back. And if it is going to be a project for a beyond lesson, assign it way before you're done with that unit. So you can be working on it and just end nice and neat. Yes. So they were due the day of the test. And yes, I love that little tip. Um, So remember, yeah, you you want your, you want your beyond lessons that you come up with to allow your students to show mastery of the content that they've been studying. And you want to consider, am I always giving the same type of beyond lesson, right? If you're giving a multiple choice test every single time, and that's all you're doing, what other ways can you incorporate some lessons that show students application of what they learned? Is it a graphic essay? Is it a project like Caitlin talked about? So you want it to be standards aligned and you want students to really be showing what they know. And in doing that, your assessments really, sorry, really, really (laughs) will assess the standards that students have been working on throughout the unit. Yes. So again, everything is so much more intentional, so much more meaningful and purposeful. Um, so we love talking about, we could talk about into through and beyond. I feel like all day long, it gets (laughs) us fired up. We love it. So again, I want to remind you, if you didn't get a chance to listen to episode 86, where you talk about the broad overview of everything, go listen to that episode, then listen to episode 110 about the into lessons, 111 about the through lessons. And then you just finished 112 all about the beyond lessons. So thank you so much for joining us for this three-part podcast series. It was really fun recording these. Um, And we'll see you next week on the podcast. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, everyone.